place where your love is shared the same For the stories where the hero saves the girl somehow Where the no further friends, the adventure never ends We will save the world somehow In Sunspot's Comics Town Hey everybody, how you doing? You are listening to the Sunspots Comics Podcast, issue number 145, where we recommend and lightly review the best of the new comic books that just came out this last Wednesday, new comic book day, February 14th. And this particular podcast actually danced with the devil in the pale moonlight. Yes. <laughs> I am your comic book loving host, Cristobal de la Toit. No, sorry. Thank you so much for tuning in and joining us here on the Sunspots Comics Podcast. I hope that you had a romantic and sexy Valentine's Day. I definitely did. And more importantly, that you try to keep that going every other day with your significant other and loved one. Right? That's important. Please hit the subscribe button to the Sunspots Comics Podcast. Check out our past podcast feed. It's robust, let me tell you. And please follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Xbox Live, and YouTube. All in one convenient and easy-to-find place at Sunspots Comics. Yes, please follow us. We would personally appreciate it. And some thank yous and a couple of shout outs. First, of course, thank you to our brand new sponsor, Pop Up Tea. Check them out at popuptea.com. Man, if you love nerdy shirts, you are going to roar like a Black Panther when you see this Pop Up Tea's huge selection of shirts. It's ginormical. Please check them out at popuptea.com. I'm on there right now and I just added the Wakanda 310 shirt into my cart. Check it out. You got to see it. I'm all Black Panther on the brain right now, so I definitely recommend that shirt. But go to popuptea.com slash collections slash sunspots comics to check out some of the comic book t-shirts I pulled aside and personally recommend. They built me my own little page. It's kind of cool. So you can see them there at popuptea.com slash collection slash sunspots comics but more importantly use the promotional code sunspots comics that's right all together i don't think it matters if it's in caps just sunspots comics all together and you will get 25 percent off of any shirt order even the clearance stuff so please check out our sponsor popuptea.com also thank you to my friend nick papa george he sang our gorgeous sunspots comics theme song thank you nick Please check out his band, Solution. He is a lead singer and the lead guitarist. Go to solutionmusic.net for links to their music, upcoming show dates. If you just want to feel good while you listen to some tunes and you like the kind of islandy, reggae, rock, ska kind of feel good stuff, you're going to love Solution. Please check out their Facebook at facebook.com slash solutionreggae. Thank you, Nick. Also, thank you to my son, Justin Jables Latori for his work on our spin-off podcast. It's called Sunspot Scene. And Sunspot Scene is my son Jables' two friends, Moises and Matt. They call themselves the Kung Pao 3 Delight. Hey, fellas, how's it going? They talk about movies, TV shows of all genres, not just comic books. And they also play just a goofy game at the very, very end, which is a lot of fun. Their latest episode is episode 13. They got a new one coming out. 14's on the way. And it's called Unscripted. It's 
basically uh, yours truly right here and Jables, my son. We sit down, we cut loose, we kind of talk off the cuff just about movies, TV shows, all kinds of thingies that we love, including stuff we buy at Costco. It was just kind of unscripted. He was trying out a new microphone. It's a lot of fun. Check out episode 13 of Sunspot Scene. There's nothing to do. Also, if you already listen to this podcast, it's already on your feed. But if you're another, if you're a podcatcher fan of other ways, it's all over the place. Just go check them out at Sunspot Scene and their Instagram at Sunspot Scene. So thank you, Jables, for doing our spinoff podcast. And some shout outs. I actually visited a bunch of comic book shops uh, for Aftershock Comics this last Saturday, yesterday, at the Long Beach Comic Expo. And so I wanted to say hello and give these comic book shops some shout-outs. Most of them have actual stores. I think they all have actual stores. There might be a couple in there that are just convention or booths. But anyway, I wanted to say hello and say hi to the seven shops that I visited and said hello to uh, for Aftershock Comics, because that's what I do on the side uh, and visited and wanted to say hello. So the first one is Scott at Big Red Comics in Buena Park. Uh, they actually are located kind of where my dad lives, so I've been there a few times. It's a great shop. Just wanted to say hello to Scott, and I'm going to mail you some Aftershock stuff very soon. Second, I wanted to name uh, say hello to the comic book hideout in Fullerton. Just wanted to say hi to Glennis. Uh, very cool that you were wearing your roller skates in your booth. I thought that was just very cool. No one else at the Long Beach Comic Expo was wearing roller skates in their booth. Glennis was. It's a cool shop in Fullerton that's not that far away from me. I want to go check out very soon. But hello to Glennis at Comic Book Hideout in Fullerton. If you're in that area, check it out. And next up is Lee at Comic Madness. It's a shop I've been shopping at for five or six years. It's kind of my home shop. It's in Ontario. And... It's just, it's a fantastic store, tons of selection, tons of great prices. Just want to say hello to Lee, and you also are going to get some Aftershock comic stuff that you requested. I'll be sending it out to you, but if you're in Ontario, check out and say hello to Lee at Comic Madness, one of my favorite shops of all time. Number five, I want to say hello to Scott at ComicWise. He has, I think, just a convention-only booth, doesn't have a physical store, he's out of Bakersfield, and man, he does a lot of comic book conventions. Whenever I'm at one, I go to him. He is my go-to for those hard-to-find comic issues that I'm trying to fill in in my need list. And he hooked me up with an ash can of slots uh, from Image Comics uh, issue number one. So wanted to say thank you to Scott uh, at ComicWise. And next up, yo, Adrian! <laughs> Just wanted to say hello to Adrian at El Rey Comics. He's out of San Diego. Just wanted to say hello. Looking forward to visiting you guys in the very near future. So very, very cool. Uh, Matt is next up. I want to say hello to Matt at Surprise Comics in Surprise, Arizona. Thanks again for that Spawn Lego figure. I love it. I'll take a pic and tweet it out and Instagram it so you can see it. But thank you, Matt. Uh, looking forward to uh, visiting you sometime when I'm out there in Arizona. So check out Matt at Surprise Comics. Easy to remember. It's in Surprise, Arizona. So I just wanted to say hello to all those shops. If you happen, to, they're awesome shops. If you happen to be near those locations, please check them out. Tell them Chris from Aftershock Comics and Sunspots Comics told you about them to go visit them. They're great shops, great people. Just wanted to say hello, give them a shout out, and say thank you for taking the time to have a nice little conversation with me at the Long Beach Comic Expo. So thank you so much so now let's get in let's get into the meat and potatoes of the sunspots comics podcast issue number 145 that's what this is and also i just wanted to um mention quickly let's start out with kind of a new segment that i'm trying out here i'm going to give it a shot it just came into my head the other day but i'm going to start out the podcast issue number 145 
with my five and two comic book review. Yes, I will be reviewing a comic book movie, giving you five things I loved about it, two things I didn't love about it, on the Black Panther movie, directed by Ryan Coogler, starting, starring Chadwick Boseman. And of course, before I start this review, five and two review of Black Panther, spoiler-ish alert. So first off, my out of first out of five, I want to mention this movie was visually unique. I really enjoyed that. It had, of course, this African culture and the clothing and the, and the stylistic dancing. And even just the palette of colors were just deep and rich and vibrant. I just love that. It definitely had a look to a comic book movie that we have never seen. So that's the first thing I loved. Second thing I loved, spectacular sound. From the sound effects to the action scenes to the African drum-based score to even the subtle animal sounds they use in key moments. I love that. Uh, sound was a very solid part of this movie, and it was overall fantastic. So I have to say that I love that. Number three, the tech. It felt fresh from the Black Panther suit itself. I love the purplish tone and how it sort of built up in kinetic energy, and then he was able to sort of smash the ground and use that as sort of an overall... Uh, blast wave of power. I really enjoyed that. And even, of course, Wakanda in all its glory as this technological wonder. They even took the simple concepts of communication devices to the next level. I won't ruin it, but very cool little aspect. They tried some of that in um, in Man of Steel. Didn't work. Similar in concept, but they just sort of improved upon it and took it to the next level. So I love that. <clears throat> and number four, the action scenes. I mean, intense. They were fun. They were fast. There were plenty of them. There was not any lack of action here. It definitely moved the story along. Fun to look at. Like I said, paired with some amazing sound effects. The action scenes were top-notch. Just Marvel knows how to do it. They just don't hesitate and continue to amaze us with some great action sequences. And you got that here. And the fifth and final thing that I loved about Black Panther movie was the very rare funny moments actually worked. I... Wish there were more of them, sure, but I loved the young sister as the tech genius and the comic relief. It just really worked. I wanted more of it. That's only a slight complaint, but the rare funny moments that they went with actually worked and were legitimately funny. I found myself chuckling and not just going, eh, that's funny. <laughs> so there you go. Those are my five loves. And here are my two not-so-loves. The acting was good, but not great. I, I They definitely had Oscar-worthy talent that were lined up for this movie, but I felt some of the really emotional moments felt a bit flat for me. Uh, maybe it felt a little bit antiseptic, but that's fine. Even some of the tears that flowed from them seemed to just kind of fall upon very emotionless faces, and tears just kind of dripped out of their face. I couldn't help but notice that. So some of the actual emotional grounding of the film didn't really grab me, but that's fine. I enjoyed it as an action film. Second thing <clears throat> that I maybe didn't love was some of the CGI in a few scenes didn't seem to the normal sort of MCU level. In one particular fight scene inside a CG mountain uh, loaded with CG vibranium in the CG Wakanda <laughs> with two CG characters fighting and dodging a CG mag level train. <laughs> it was just a lot of CG, too much CG just going on. It just didn't feel like it was grounded in any physical space, which was fine. And it was a very long sequence as well. But for the most part, the other action sequences seemed to be grounded a lot more in reality. But this was just, as I listed there, too many things adding up to all be CG in that scene. But... Overall now, giving you my review of the film, I gave it a 4, and out of 5 sunspots, I will definitely though be waiting for a video release, I don't think I'll see it again in the theaters, I will definitely consider buying it, but it's not a definitive buy at this moment, so that says a lot of course, and that's how I feel about it at least for now, 
So there you go. There's a new little segment. That is the 5 and 2 movie review. Comic book movie review on Black Panther. So I hope you enjoyed that. I like uh, reviews that are fast and quick and to the point, and there you go. So we'll see how that little segment goes on. But that is the brand new segment, 5 and 2 comic book movie review on Black Panther. Hope you enjoyed it. But go see it. It's definitely worth your time and worth your money. So next up is some stuff that's been floating around in my nerd brain. The first nugget of nerd lodged deeply inside my nerd lobes is Long Beach Comic Expo, as I already mentioned. I went on Saturday. I took my friend Mike Norris. Thanks for going again with me, Mike. And for picking up uh, the the nibbles to eat while we were out there in the convention, because we you realize as you're shopping and you're walking and your your feet are hurting and you're all look just in this mecca of all this fun stuff, uh, you're just drained of all energy and you need some food. And so he brought some nibbles with him. I appreciate that, Mike. Thank you. Uh, but some of the huge highlights for me of Long Beach Comic Expo and why you should consider going to this show in the very near future. Let me break them down for you. Uh, which, by the way. These turn into some great comic book recommendations for you. So here we go. Some of my highlights of the Long Beach Comic Expo 2018. Here we go. I got to meet and have a nice little chat with Frank Thierry. Fantastic writer. He's been doing Marvel and DC. Just a ton of stuff. He's writing Harlequin right now. Uh, But he is ultimately currently writing one of my favorite comic books right now. And it's called Pestilence. It's from Aftershock Comics. If you listen to the podcast, you've seen it on the top pick list. It's, he even signed Pestilence issue number one for me, which, I, which is fantastic. But I definitely recommend you read Pestilence from Aftershock Comics now. But Frank is like Mr. Ultimate New York. There is no one that is more New York than Frank Thierry. So I had a nice little conversation with him. He was fantastic. But check out his work and check out Pestilence. Frank Thierry, thank you for the autographed Pestilence issue number one from Aftershock Comics. Secondly, I also met Dan Panosian, fantastic comic book creator. He uh, does the comic book currently right now from Image called Slots, and he signed this ash can of Slots number one for me, which I got from Scott at ComicWise. Thanks again, Scott. But Dan was the nicest guy on the planet. He had the most adorable little family that were there. I caught him just before he was leaving for lunch to go to lunch with Frank Thierry. So a couple of two New York fellas going to have a little bite to eat, you know what I mean? But, um... <laughs> but I have a special place in my heart for his comic called Slots from Image Comics. It's lovingly set in Las Vegas, and I lived there for 12 years. So check it out. It's called Slots. Uh, I'll be talking about it very soon here in the countdown. <laughs> so Slots from Image Comics, Dan Panosian. He writes it and does the art, which is hard to do. It takes a lot of time, and he poured all his love, heart, and soul into Slots. So please, I recommend you check out Slots from Image Comics. Check it out. It's really good stuff. About this down and out boxer kind of going for one last shot at redemption. And it's just phenomenal. Called Slots. The uh, last highlight of Long Beach Comic Expo 2018 for me was meeting the writer Eric Borden of Scrimshaw. That's the name of his comic title from Alterna Comics. Alterna does this newsprint style of comics, although it's a little bit upgraded from your typical just newspaper print style. Uh, all for a dollar fifty. Yes, that's right. Dollar fifty. Alterna Comics. Very cool. And they are doing two titles I already love from Alterna, which is called Mother Russia and Trespasser. I've highlighted them on past podcasts, so check it out. It's great stuff. $1.50 an issue as well, but great art team, great writing team. Seems like that's Alterna, their sort of motive here, their MO. It's great teams, great art for $1.50. Um, but I definitely want to, I bought all four issues of Scrimshaw. I have not read that yet, so I'm really super excited to read all four issues. Uh, if it's great, 
I will soon discuss it and recommend it to you on a future podcast. But I just wanted to say thank you again to all the people I met from Frank Thierry to Dan Panosian to Eric Borden. All of you guys, thank you for the autographs. Thank you for the nice conversations. And I also wanted to say thank you to the folks at Long Beach Comic Expo for inviting Sunspots Comics, giving us free press professional passes to come and enjoy the convention. It was lovely. Keep up the great work, and thank you, Long Beach Comic Expo. Good time. I'll be there next year. It seems like it always gets just a little better. It's one of the nicer, smaller, not-so-crazy conventions. It's like it, it starts the year out nicely. So I definitely recommend going to the Long Beach Comic Expo. It's fun. It's great. It's the nerd fortress of the world. It's a good time. <laughs> so, And the last thing that's bouncing around up inside my nerd lobes is I'm actually creating my very own comic called Zombie Destroyers. And I've always wanted to create a comic book of my own, do it my way from beginning to end. And I just wanted to kind of give myself a little plug, if you will, plug myself. I'm doing the writing, the coloring, the lettering, and my friend Jordan Hudson is doing his gorgeous art. Please check out Mr. Jordan Hudson on Instagram at skablad, S-K-A-B-L-A-D-D. Thank you, Jordan, for your lovely art. I love it. And we're still working on the final issue of Zombie Destroyers number one. It's looking so fantastic. And then I'm going to be figuring out a little bit more about the the coloring and the texturizing that I want to have done so I can finish it up and color it and be done with issue number one of Zombie Destroyers very soon. If you'd like to see some sample pages and put your eyeballs on what my comic book looks like, just go to sunspotscomics.com and click on Zombie Destroyers. I put the cover page, the first four pages of the first issue of Zombie Destroyers, and a picture of Jordan's dad actually cosplaying at a comic convention in Oregon dressed as a character I created called Bruce. You gotta see it. It's so friggin' good. But go to sunspotscomics.com and click on Zombie Destroyers to check out the comic book that I'm creating. I would appreciate it. Go check it out. Put your eyes on it. Let me know what you think. Send me some feedback if you dig it. Also, next up, I'd like to make a quick announcement of an interview with a comic book creator that's coming up really, really soon in our segment called Spotlighting. I have an interview lined up. It's going to be very soon in a future podcast with uh, comic book artist Troy Nixie. He is a comic book artist that I really enjoy. He's currently doing two comic books that I'm loving through Dark Horse called Vinegar Teeth and Jenny Finn. His art is just truly inspiring. It definitely has this Mike Mignola feel. He definitely is uh, inside the Mignola-verse with Jenny Finn. And we will have him on very soon in a future podcast. I'll be interviewing, talking, having a conversation with him. I can't wait. We've been communicating and zeroing it in. Looks like we're getting very close. And please follow Troy Nixie, again, artist for those two Dark Horse comics, Vinegar Teeth and Jenny Finn, at Troy Nixie, N-I-X-E-Y, on everything. So if you yourself, you're working in comic books or you're just trying to break into comic books like me and you would like to have a conversation right here on a future podcast, just send me a message, maybe a review copy of your work to my email, chris at sunspotscomics.com, so I can check it out in advance if it's if there's nothing out there yet on it and you're just trying to break in. Or of course, just message me on social media at sunspotscomics so we can line it up and have you here. We want to help support struggling comic book creators out there like myself. And we want to let our listeners know about the comic books you are working on. So hit me up and let's have a nice little conversation on our segment we call Spotlighting. And go look in the podcast feed. There's a ton of interviews there uh, to some great professionals in the business and people trying to break in that we had some nice conversations. So Spotlighting, a new one's coming up. Troy Nixie, I can't wait. Super excited. Uh, Like I said, I'm loving two of his comic books. So now on to the centerpiece of the Sunspots Comics podcast, which is my comic book reviews and recommendations where I pick my favorite new comic books for New Comic Book Day, Wednesday, February 14th. And of course, semi-light, super-duper-light, spoiler-ish alert. 
but really have no fear. Don't worry. I really work super hard to just inspire you to buy these comic books without spoiling them. Why would you do that? That's horrible. I never discuss the last few pages. I just leave them alone, and I only cover some of the interesting points in each comic book. But just in case, you've been super duper light, semi-spoiler-ish alerted. Also, if you'd like to see everything that I'm reading, all of my favorite picks of the week since May of 2015, just what all is going on with Sunspots Comics, just go to our website. It's sunspotscomics.com. You can even click on the pull list to see the just updated 129 titles I'm reading. Yeah, all of those. <laughs> I just updated every single week. Uh, you can also click on top comic books of the week if you want to see all of my past top comic book picks. It's all there. But I, I'm super proud of it. I update it, simplify it, and compact it every single week. I want to keep it easy and breezy, and you can just jump in and see what's happening. I even put a list of all the comic book movies in chronological order uh, that are coming out in 2018. So please just check out sunspotscomics.com every so often. Thank you. And this week's art winner. So let's talk about the art. Man, some fantastic art this week. But the artist winner that beat them all and the cover artist winner were one and the same team of people. It was actually two this week. They win both cover artist winner and best artists of the week winners. It is Ryan Otley and Corey Walker for the series finale issue number 144 of Invincible from Image Comics. Please follow them at Ryan Otley, O-T-T-L-E-Y, and Corenthal, C-O-R-E-N-T-H-A-L. Uh, you can follow them on everything. But let's start with the cover. It has this actual neat effect that you don't see very often, which I, I kind of like, where all, most of the characters on the page, on the cover... For the on the Mark Grayson cover specifically, that's the sort of uh, most circulated cover. It has this neat effect where all the characters, some of the characters, most of them, are looking right at us, the readers. Yeah, it's just a very nice touch. They're sort of staring right at us, and I like that. It's like we're we we feel like we're part of it, which I do, because I've been reading Invincible since it came out in 2003. I can't believe it's been that long, 15 years. It's crazy, but. Uh, man, lovely, lovely cover. The entire sort of group of characters are all poised there, drawn with with just this solemn look on their face. And like I said, again, kind of staring very much into the heart of the reader. Kind of creepy, but cool, and this solemn look. So lovely, lovely cover. Thank you, Ryan and Corey. And they teamed up somehow. They both take credit for the cover, which they they have such similar art styles and must just they just must have this synergy that we can't even explain for two artists to work together. Uh, that's just a lovely thing you don't see in comics very often. Uh, very sort of humbling to do that, I imagine, because, you know, artists uh, have their art and their beliefs and they work hard for it. And yet they're teaming up together here in a lovely way. And the interior of the comic, man, I mean, Ryan and Corey have the just absolutely daunting task here of just doing every emotion every single motion there is on every face of every character in this amazing issue of Invincible. I mean, they even have some subtle lines on each of the faces that are not over the top so that it really conveys this better realism because they have a cartooning style, but if you, if I feel like if they went over the top of some of the, of the looks of emotion on the faces, it would feel just kind of uh, too much and just lose a realism effect. So they keep that there. I like that. Because, uh, again, of the coloring and the style and the feel is very cartoony style. Uh, they also had some unique panel designings. Uh, the the They shared art in other panels where art bleeds onto other boxes. And I love when they go outside of the panel edges. Like there's one where Mark is just sort of standing there and sort of bleeds onto five different panels. So they, they definitely put some extra love into this issue. 
you can really not even tell when Corey and Ryan sort of take the take the wheel and have the lead in art. It's just sort of them together merged into one. It's it's insane. It's just so perfectly lovely. They do go over the top on some of the action scenes, I'll say, and I, I love that bit of it because in Invincible is known for over-the-top action. There is, of course, sprinkling in a bit of gore, which they're, Invincible is always known for. It's like it takes this PG to rated R in two seconds. So that's, that is Invincible. I love that. It's a very Invincible-y thing to do. But ultimately, they have such great attention uh, to the use of speed and action that they've done over the years. Uh, that's really hard to do because a lot of the action for a still page is is difficult to pull off but the way they do it is has just been it's been copied it's been used in other comics they have led the area there as far as how action needs to look in comic books so lovely lovely work um, but if, if, if you like cartoony stuff you like colorful stuff or just overall a clean art style that's fun invincible is for you so definitely the cover art winner and artist winner of the week Thank you so much, Ryan Otley and Corey Walker. From here on out, doesn't matter what you're doing, I am going to be buying your work, and I recommend you do the same. And the breakdown. This week, I actually read 20 comics, and five of them made it to the Great Ones recommendation list. And three new number ones came out this week. Only one of them made it to the top pick list, which I'll discuss here in a second. So there is the breakdown. So let's get into my top comic book recommendations. This is the Great Ones list right here, folks, of the new comic books that came out for New Comic Book Day, February 14th, Valentine's Day. That's right. I recommend you go and buy these immediately. So here we go. There's five on the countdown. On to number five. It is Slots. <laughs> issue number five. And there's only one issue left. So there's a finale. This is wrapping up. Uh, I've been loving slots. Again, it's a curmudgeon boxer down on his luck looking for one last shot at redemption in the city of Las Vegas. It's this lovely, lovely love letter to the city of Las Vegas. Uh, this is Dan Panosian, who I met recently at the Long Beach Comic Expo. He does the writing and the art. I should have told him when I just met him. <laughs> I just thought of this. That, uh, that slots made it to the top comic book list. I didn't mention that when I was talking to him. Darn. Well, oh well. Hopefully I'll get another chance. But what an ending it's building up to be. This is a just, like I said, it's this gorgeous love letter to Las Vegas. Stan, the shysty boxer, he he claims he's turned a new leaf here and he's going to throw his last fight. So he's making deals left and right. I love the Weasley character that he is, but he's also very lovable um, that Dan Panosian has created. I really enjoy how Stan, the main character, is trying to mend a lot of bridges, <laughs> but at the same time, you kind of can't trust him and you can't help but but just wonder if he's really going to stab them all in the back and make a last dash of for cash and just split Las Vegas to be never be seen again. <laughs> so I like that because he's this, he's very just charming, this Stan character, uh, an older man that's sort of one last shot at redemption. My favorite sequence, by the way, this isn't saying too much, is when his son is, who he's definitely on the outs with, uh, and his son Lucy kind of puts aside the differences that he has with his dad and helps his old man. And I like that. They're definitely at odds, the entire five issues. But, you know, his dad's in danger and he he does the right thing here to step up and help his father stand. So I, that's my favorite sequence. But really leading up to be a fantastic ending. Go see slots, all five issues. Read the whole six mini Art's been fantastic by Dan Panosian. Great character de development with Stein, Stan the Shiesty. <laughs> but it's been great. Slots. Check it out from Image Comics. And coming in at number four, 
is Captain America from Marvel Comics, issue number 698. Yes, the 700's almost upon us. This is written by Mark Wade, art by Chris Samney, lovely colors by Matthew Wilson. This is the dream team right here on this Marvel comic. And very cool little twist here. Cap is frozen again. That's right. He's, he's back in ice. <laughs> um, this, time, this time by a terrorist group called the Rampart. Led by an interesting developed bad guy named King Baby. <laughs> you have to see what this guy is all about. And man, America has changed dramatically. How long has he been frozen? I won't tell you. I love the opening sequence where Cap's being thought out in these strange series of flashes and silhouettes on the, on the opening page. It's this large action scene with large lettering. It's just gorgeous and it's very silhouetted. You have to see it. The first couple of pages are amazing. They will hook you right from there. It's like these blue colors and these flashes. It's very cool. Love it. Um, but there's a small band of rebels here that stole Captain Bomb Pop. <laughs> they even call him that, so I'm not coming up with that name. And thought him out in hopes of him joining their little mutated freedom fighter band. So is he going to do that? Is he just going to fall right in line? Uh, some of them are grotesque looking. It's crazy. Um, but what a fun premise. I thoroughly enjoyed this. It's definitely a little left turn when it comes to Captain America. Man, I've just been enjoying Mark Wade doing this. Chris Samney. They did Black Widow for a long time, and I love, love, loved it. It feels has that same feel. They're, they're taking some risks. They're doing some things that are different. But um, I love that. The mutated freedom fighters here, they look so very cool. It's just overall very fun premise. Uh, Cap is determined to make America great again. So how's he going to do that? Uh, some America's changed uh, in a lot of ways. And yes, it's very much a metaphor as to what's going on in our world right now. But Captain America 698, it's leading up to the 700th issue. I know it's going to be a big deal from what I've read. I won't spoil it, but hang in there and read it. J jump in around 695 when Mark Wade takes over. It's just lovely. It's the best stuff. Man, let me tell you. But here we go now, breaking into the top three, the big trace. Here we go, on to the top three. So coming in at number three is from Aftershock Comics, it's Baby Teeth issue number eight. It's been my favorite of the Aftershock comic titles. It's been phenomenal. It's written by Donnie Cates. Lovely art, gruesome, horrifying, dark noir style art from Gary Brown. Love this team. Uh, they've stayed together the whole time. Love that. And we get the long-awaited story here of the family's kind of dark lineage and this backstory of their baby Clark, the little baby demon, the little baby Antichrist that's the main focus, centerpiece of this of this comic, uh, by Sadie's mom, who left the family, uh, who we believe to be dead, or just left the family anyway, long ago. And I love the opening sequence of these awkward silences. This is this awkward sequence where, like, there's their mom. She's supposed to be gone or dead. Here she is back in their lives, and she's just explaining their whole family lineage of uh, how they've had run-ins with demon babies born in the past. Crazy. Um, this is all about the, this family core unit. I love that. But the dad and, and, and Darcy, Darcy's like this strange sort of vampire, um, he kind of gave off... This weird, I don't want to say too much, but Darcy kind of, there is a reveal as to what's going on with Darcy. That's all I'll tell you. There you go. I'll back off a little. But we also get to see that weird Tanuki demon again, which is this weird, viciously cute little purple raccoon demon thing. I don't know what it is, but it displays some awesome power here, which is very cool. So we get to see more of this Tanuki demon. And that's a real word. I kind of looked it up to see if it's uh, yes. It's kind of like in the Russian uh, vernacular. But uh, even the vampire demon character Darcy, uh, with his little origin and reveal that, that goes on here, wow. This is just a fun family romp, a dysfunctional family adventure at its core. 
uh, as the family just things just got a lot more complicated in this particular issue <laughs> I'll just love this title um, there's a great cliffhanger twist at the end that you, I kind of didn't see coming so I can't wait for baby teeth issue number nine it's just great stuff I know I was very cryptic in that I really want you to read this it's a fantastic comic go read baby teeth again it centers around this uh, little antichrist baby demon that a faction's trying to protect it, another faction's trying to destroy it, and it cores around this this lovely family, uh, Sadie and her dad and her sister Heather, and the Tanuki Demon, and now this Darcy Vampire. Just great character development, fantastic, out there, messed up kind of story. It just kind of gets better and better and better every single week. It's been a top pick of the week for a while, It's it's been just getting better and better, and here we are in issue 8. I can't wait to see issue number 9 of Baby Teeth, so fantastic, go read it. And number 2... Also from Aftershock Comics this week is the only brand new number one to make it to the countdown out of the three new number ones that I read, and it's Cold War, issue number one from Aftershock Comics. This is written by Christopher Sabella and art by Hayden Sherman. And man, what a great first issue this is. Uh, just to give you the quick gist, uh, cryonics kept a group of, of people frozen for almost 600 years, only to be thawed out and thrown into war. And they don't know where they are, or what the rules of engagement are, or who the enemy is, where the fires, where the shots are coming from. They're just thrown into this. They have some amazing, sweet, futuristic tech. I mean, it's like 600 years in the future. I imagine we don't know really when the starting point of said 600 years ahead begins. But uh, I love that their weapons are suited with this awesome helmet that can feed you like feel-good memories at any time to sort of help you when you're experiencing like trauma and stress. But this looks like nothing I've seen in a while. That's why I really enjoyed this and gravitated to it. I love the main character. Uh, his I want to say his name is Trom. Anyway, he reminds me of like a like a John Rambo is kind of what he reminds me of. If he was awakened way in the future. No, it's Rook. I'm sorry. That's the main character's name. But he does remind me of Rambo. He's just uh, he's just made for war. He lives for it. That's what he the only thing he really understands. He lives, breathes, eats war. And he sort of quickly steps up as the leader because this group is just all scared out of their mind watching trauma videos of their past to kind of make them feel happy-go-lucky as they're thrown into this war and shots are being fired and there's alien tech and monsters and just things going in all directions. But it doesn't look like I've, anything I've looked at for a while. It feels fresh. It feels unique. The coloring palette is strange. A lot of neon greens and oranges and, and dark sort of lighting and shading. But this looks like nothing I've seen in a while, like pink guns. And I love the black and sort of pink, the way it contrasts on this very futuristic tech suit that they're wearing. But uh, I love that that our main character, Rook, here, like I said, Rambo Unleashed. He's happy to be out of prison. That's where he was. He just wants to kill some bad guys. Um, this is some great art paired with a solid premise. Just fun sci-fi action. Get this. I, I highly recommend it. Put it on your pull list. Get this immediately. It's on my pull list, and I'm going to be sticking with this uh, from now on. It's just, uh, it's just out there and odd. And what's going to happen? Great premise, great art. Cold War. Check it out. Issue number one just came out. But here we go now. We've, uh, the moment we've all been waiting for. The number one, the numero uno, the one that beat them all. The winner. The champion. This week's uh, number one of Beat Them All is Invincible. Issue number 144. That's right. This is the series finale. This is the artist winner, cover artist winner. It's an eight-time number one pick of the week. I went back and counted them, yes. It's my 2017 winner of Best Superhero Comic Book, yes, for the Sunspot Spotty Awards. And here are just a few words that came into my mind that I actually wrote down 
after reading this series finale of Invincible. Here you go. I'm just going to just read it to you, what I, what I wrote down as soon as I was finished reading it. Emotional, legacy, family, circle of life, the end of an era, the closing of a chapter, <laughs> father and son, son to the father. Uh, that's just a, some of the things I wrote down. That encapsulates it right there as to what's going on with Invincible. Uh, when Invincible came out it in 2003, it gave me new hope. Like a, It just gave me this new feeling of hope for different kinds of superhero stories. It definitely started that movement, and I love that. Invincible ushered in a new age of comic book storytelling. It really did. It was one of those few comics that, that challenged the comic book industry norm before anyone was doing that, before it was cool to do or popular. I mean, Image is, is basically founded upon that very concept. But Invincible was the first one to do it. It changed the course of comics forever. It reminded us of the of like the, really the true independent spirit that is very what very much what the heart of comic books is. It's that independent spirit. It's to sort of go places that you we're not used to seeing and try things that we're not used to trying and and bring some unique and interesting stories to us and and entertain us in that way. I mean this this wraps up what we rarely see in comics. I mean Invincible is uh, one man's one superhero man's complete journey and his evolution into his life is not just being a superhero but a human being I mean, that's what really invincible is um i'm getting choked up it's it's what a sh superhero comic should be and uh that's really all i'm gonna say i'm just gonna say farewell uh my old friend invincible but there you go just read it i mean it's i know it's 144 issues and if you haven't read anything you'll totally feel lost but just my, my advice is go and start reading Invincible from the very beginning, from volume one. It's collected in all kinds of ways. Uh, even there's ties in. There's a great, uh, Skybound just recently did a great video on their social media about uh, the background of Invincible and also the, the sort of other areas that Invincible's been a guest on and other sort of expanded areas of Invincible, which hasn't been very much. Just a few issues here and there. There was an Adam Eve, uh, his wife, sort of three-issue miniseries. But um, just been some great stuff. But Invincible, Invincible, Invincible. Uh, farewell, buddy. I will miss you. Uh, but I, it's a reread. I'm going to definitely, from every few years, peek in and say hello to my old friend, Invincible. So there you go. There it is. <laughs> Emotional ending to the Sunspots Comics Podcast, issue number 145. Let me lock the vault door. So those are my new comic book recommendations this week for new comic book day, February 14th, Valentine's Day. Please go to a local comic book shop and buy these shops, buy these comic books, buy the shops, buy them immediately. Please, if you're in California too, tell them that Chris at Sunspots Comics, the guy that works for Aftershock Comics, uh, sent you to them. But if you have any questions, comments, or you want a personal comic book recommendation, email me directly to chris at sunspotscomics.com. Maybe there's something I should be reading. If you have a recommendation for me, send it to me, email me, I'd love to hear it. Check out our blog at blog.sunspotscomics.com. Join our newsletter at sunspotscomics.com slash contact. And please tune in next week for issue number 146 of the Sunspots Comics podcast. I will be reading a list of 16 brand new comic books that are coming out Wednesday, February 21st, with two new number ones. And I hope they're both really good so I can tell you about them, of course, because I know you like to hear about the new number ones so you can jump in. So let me give you a little sneak peek at some of the comic books that are coming out Next week that I'm going to be reading for Podcast 146. So in no particular order, Alters from Aftershock Comics. Number 10 is coming out. Amazing Spider-Man 795. That's uh, been fantastic. Norman Osborn as Carnage? Yeah, that's right. I said that. Uh, Birthright 30. I think that's the end of Birthright. The one that just recently uh, got optioned to, to be a major motion picture with Universal Pictures. Birthright, so number 30. I think that's the end. 
I'll follow up uh, with, I'll let you know about that later. Maybe it'll be a top pick next week. We'll see. They've all been pretty good. Uh, Brilliant Trash, number four from Aftershock Comics. Daredevil 599. We're right around the corner from a big uh, number, of course. Legacy number 600. So Daredevil 599 is coming out next week. Defenders, number 10. Oh, man, so much good stuff next week. Further Adventures of Nick Wilson, number two. Been enjoying that. It's a very strange, very odd, snarky comic. Uh, the Ice Cream Man, number two, is coming out. Very haunting, disturbing. Uh, Jim Henson Storytellers, Fairies, issue number three or four. So just to name a few things. Oh, Maestro's number five. Man, there's so much good stuff. For Vinegar Teeth, number two. Troy Nixie, who's going to be on the podcast very soon. The artist of Vinegar Teeth, number two, is coming out next week. So, man, it's going to be just... An amazing week of brand new comics next week. It's really looking good. Uh, please subscribe, listen in, tell a nerdy loved one to check us out at Sunspots Comics. Please, please spread, spread the word. We really appreciate it. If you missed any of the links I mentioned, don't worry. I'll put them on the podcast show notes. Check that out. I spent a lot of time there. Uh, please help out the Sunspots Comics podcast. If you would be so nice, so kind as to go over to iTunes, give us some positive words, a few, and five stars. Uh, I would really appreciate it. I'll even read your review on a future podcast, give you a shout-out, and personally uh, thank you by mailing you a little comic book fun-related prize. I've got Super GJP's uh, stuff getting ready here. I'm about to ship out in this fun little grab bag of comic book stuff. So if you are so kind as to give me a review, I will send you a prize. Yes. So thank you so much for listening. I hope that I got your blood boiling, your blood pumping to go buy some great new comic books. Please go get those at your local comic book shop. Support local comic book shops in your area please we appreciate it so until next week spend some time with the ones you love especially if they're nerdy and go read some comics and do it together yes bring those worlds together the people you love and comic books it's a whole lot of fun so stay nerdy and be like water my friends see you next week Bye bye Comics now. Testing one, two, three, testing one, two, three, testing one, two, three, testing one, two, three.